Though the house and the grounds belonged to my grandparents, the old banyan tree was mine chiefly because grandfather at 65 could no longer climb it. Its spreading branches hung to the ground and took root again, forming a number of twisting passages gave me endless pleasure. Among them were squirrels, snails and butterflies. The tree was older than the house, older than my grandfather. I could hide myself in the branches and behind thick green leaves and spy on the world below. My first friend was a small grey squirrel. Bending his back and sniffing into air, he seemed at first to resent my invasion of his privacy. But when he found that I did not arm myself with the catapult or the air gun, he became friendly and when I started bringing him the pieces of cake and biscuit, he grew quite old. They were soon taking morsels from hand. Before long, he was delving into my pockets and helping himself to whatever he could find. He was a very young squirrel and his friends and families probably thought him foolish and headstrong for trusting a human being. In the spring when the tree was full of small red figs, birds of all kind would flock into the branches. The red-bottomed bulbul, cheerful and the greedy crows fought over food making. The tree got quite crowded and noisy. Halfway up the tree, I had built a crude platform where I would spend the afternoon when it was not too hot. I could read there propping myself against with the cushion from the living room. Treasure Island, Huckleberry Finn were some of my favorites and they were the books that made my bunion tree library. When I did not feel like reading, I could look down through the leaves at the world below. And on one particular afternoon, I had a grandstand view of a classic fight between the mongoose and the cobra. The warm breeze of the approaching summer had sent everyone including the gardener into the house. I was feeling drowsy myself, wondering if I should go to the pond and have a swim with Ramu and the buffaloes, when I saw a huge black cobra gliding out of a clump of cactus. At the same time, a mongoose emerged from the bushes and went straight for the cobra. In a clearing beneath the banyan tree, in the bright sunshine, they came face to face. The cobra only knew too well that the grey mongoose was three feet long and was a superb fighter. But the cobra too was a skillful fighter and also was quite aggressive. He could move swiftly and strike with the speed of the light. The sacks behind his long sharp fangs were full of deadly poison. 
it was a battle of champions. Hissing with his forked tongue darting in and out, the cobra raised from 3 to 6 feet of the ground. And then it started spreading abroad. The mongoose also bushed his tail. The long hair on his spine stood up. Though the combatants were unaware of my presence in the tree, they were soon made aware of the arrival of the two spectators. One was a miner, and other was a jungle crow. They had been preparing for battles and had settled on the cactus to watch the outcome. They were only the content to watch. The cobra stood on defensing, swaying slowly from side to side, trying to mesmerize the mongoose into making a false move. But the mongoose knew the power of his opponent. But the mongoose knew the power of his opponent's glassy winking eyes. They also refused to meet. Also then moving forward, quickly until the animal was within the cobra's reach, the mongoose made a pretended move to one side. Immediately, the cobra struck. This great hood came down swiftly and I thought nothing could save the animal. The little fellow jumped nearly to one side. Then the animal took a bite on the snake and then darted away from the reach of the people. This side the birds were diving and fighting with each other. The cobra struck and missed. This time the mongoose sprang again and bit the snake. The third round followed the same thing but with one dramatic difference. The crew and the miner were still determined to take part in the proceeding, dived at the cobra but this time they missed, each other as well as the mark. The miner flew on and reached its perch. In the second that it took the bird to do this, the cobra whipped his head back and they thudded against the crow's body. On this side, the mongoose won the fight. The cobra was not responding properly. It was on the ground. The animal took the snake to the bush. The miner gave a shrill cry of congratulations.